0: Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 12. Arise, ye people, take your stand, cast out your idols from the land. Above all doctrines, form, or creed is found the truth that meets your need. Christ's promise stands, they that believe his works shall do, his power receive hymn number 12. scriptural will be given by Shahidat from Maryland.
1: Our reselections from the King James Bible. First, from the book of Exodus, chapter 32. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods, which shall go before us, for as for this Moses the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. And Aaron said unto them, break off the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool. After he had made it a molten calf and said, these be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down, for thy people, which thou brought brought us out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. And Moses turned and went down from the mount. And it came to pass, and it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot. And he took the calf which they had made and burnt it in the fire and ground it, it, ground it to powder. And now from the book of Matthew chapter eight. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, previously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you. I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou believest, so be it done unto thee. And a the servant was healed in the selfsame hour.
0: Let us now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. Father, Mother, God, all-harmonious. How be thy name. Adorable one. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever-present. Thy will be done in, in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For God is infinite, all power, All life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 10. All power is given unto our Lord. On him we place reliance. With truth from out his sacred word, we bid our foes defiance. With him we shall prevail. Whatever may assail, he is our shield and tower. Almighty is his power. His kingdom is forever. Hymn number 10. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, where we discuss current events and this week's lesson, and how to practice better this tremendous science, Christian science, discovered and founded by Mary Baker Eddy. We had a good one this morning, so if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and it will also be available on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday morning, and that Sunday school is available for children anywhere. It has its own dedicated teleconference number, and many of our students who don't live in the area attend by telephone. And that means that if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, you can call us, we'll give you the number, and we'd be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally transformed through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery available for infants and toddlers. Uh, And one more announcement, Uh, there will be a meeting of the membership this coming Thursday. September 21, at 8 p.m. And for those members who cannot attend in person, the meeting will be held over the regular church teleconference number. That's this Thursday, September 21, at 8 p.m. We have quite a number of websites, uh, most of them in languages other than English, so that the truth of Christian science is reaching around the globe to millions of people, in many cases in their own language. And everything that is available on all of our websites is free of charge. Freely we have received, freely we give, and we are very grateful for the many people who have found our church through one of our websites. And one of the uh, articles I'd like to point out on our English website that is featured on the uh, cover page is a very excellent article entitled Process of Healing by Martha Wilcox. If anybody has any question as to how Christ healing takes place, this is an excellent article. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from the chapter entitled Fruitage in the Christian Science Textbook, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science Textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Karen from California.
2: Page 678, When Depraved Appetites Overcome When Christian Science first came to me, or rather, when I first came to Christian Science, I did not have a very bad opinion of myself. I thought I was a pretty good fellow. I had no religious views. I seemed to be getting along as well as, if not better than, some who professed Christianity. So I drifted along until I was led to investigate Christian science. As I progressed in the understanding, as gained from the study of both science and health and the Bible, and commenced to know myself, I found that a great change had been wrought in me. For 15 years, I had used tobacco, both chewing and smoking. For 10 years, I had been a victim of the drink habit, sometimes to excess. I was also addicted to profanity. Christian science removed these appetites. A stomach trouble And other lesser ills, such as headache, a bad temper, an inordinate love of money, etc., disappeared under the same benign influence. Those things that seemed to be pleasure do not give me pleasure now. They were not real pleasure. I have lost nothing. I have sacrificed nothing, but I have gained everything, and not yet the whole, for I can see plenty yet to be done. The condition of mind, before investigating and after, is as different as black and white. As Mrs. Eddy says, quote, not matter. But mind satisfy it. End quote. GBP Henry, South Dakota.
0: The Bible and the Christian Science Textbook are our only preachers. We shall now read scriptural texts and their correlative passages from our textbook. These comprise our sermon. The canonical writings, together with the word of our textbook, corroborating and explaining the Bible texts in their denominational spiritual import and application to all ages, past, present, and future, constitute a sermon undivorced from truth, uncontaminated or fettered by human hypotheses, and authorized by Christ. The lesson sermon for this morning can now be found on page 24 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Matter. The golden text is from John. It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The responsive reading is from Deuteronomy. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with, with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart. And And it it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which ye swear unto thy thy fathers, to Abraham, to Abraham, to to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which
3: thou buildest not.
0: Then beware lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord and his testimonies, and his statutes, which he hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with thee. I will read from the Bible. Exodus. Exodus. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in the heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Ecclesiastes. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. I have seen all the works that are done under the sun, and behold, All is vanity and vexation of spirit. That which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is wanting cannot be numbered. I made me great works. I builded me houses. I planted me vineyards. I made me gardens and orchards, and I planted trees in them of all kinds of fruits. I made me pools of water, to water therewith the wood that bringeth forth trees. I got me servants and maidens, and had servants born in my house. Also, I had great possessions of great and small cattle, above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I gathered me also silver and gold, and the peculiar treasure of kings and of the provinces. I gat me man-singers and women-singers, and the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments, and that of all sorts. So I was great, and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me, and whatsoever mine eyes desired, I kept not from them. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored to do, and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Mark. And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse, when she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. Galatians Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. For we, through the Spirit, wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For, brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. This I say then. Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Romans, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read.
4: I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. Christian science meets a yearning of the human race for spirituality. Higher enjoyments alone can satisfy the cravings of immortal man. To ascertain our progress, we must learn where our affections are placed and whom we acknowledge and obey as God. If divine love is becoming nearer, dearer, and more real to us, matter is then submitting to spirit. The objects we pursue and the spirit we manifest reveal our standpoint and show what we are winning. The perfect mind sends forth perfection, for God is mind. Imperfect mortal mind sends forth its own resemblances, of which the wise man said, all is vanity. It is the spiritualization of thought and Christianization of daily life, in contrast with the results of the ghastly farce of material existence. It is chastity and purity, in contrast with the downward tendencies of and earthward gravitation of sensualism and impurity, which really attest the divine origin and operation of Christian science. The triumphs of Christian science are recorded in the destruction of error and evil, from which are propagated the dismal beliefs of sin, sickness, and death. Job said, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Mortals will echo Job's thought when the supposed pain and pleasure of matter cease to predominate. They will then drop the false estimate of life and happiness, of joy and sorrow, and attain the bliss of loving unselfishly, working patiently and conquering all that is unlike God. Starting from a higher standpoint, one rises spontaneously, even as light emits light without effort. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Divine science deals its chief blow at the supposed material foundations of life and intelligence. It dooms idolatry, a belief in other gods, other creators, and other creations, must go down before Christian science. It unveils the results of sin as shown in sickness and death. When will man pass through the open gate of Christian science into the heaven of soul, into the heritage of the firstborn among men? Truth is indeed the way. The ancient Christians were healers. Why has this element of Christianity been lost? Because our systems of religion are governed more or less by our systems of medicine. The first idolatry was faith in matter. The schools have rendered faith in drugs the fashion, rather than faith in deity. By trusting matter to destroy its own discord. Health and harmony have been sacrificed. Such systems are barren of the vitality of spiritual power, by which material sense is made the servant of science, and religion becomes Christ-like. Material medicine substitutes drugs for the power of God, even the might of mind, to heal the body. Elasticism clings for salvation to the person instead of to the divine principle of the man Jesus and his science, the curative agent of God is silenced. Why? Because truth divests material drugs of their imaginary power and clothes spirit with supremacy. Is civilization only a higher form of idolatry that man should bow down to a flesh brush, to flannels, to baths, diet, exercise, and air? Nothing save divine power is capable of doing so much for man as he can do for himself. The footsteps of thought rising above material standpoint are slow and portend a long night to the traveler. But the angels of his presence, the spiritual intuitions that tell us, when the night is far spent, the day is at hand, are our guardians in the gloom. Science reverses the false testimony of the physical senses, and by this reversal, mortals arrive at the fundamental facts of being Then the question inevitably arises, is a man sick if the material senses indicate that he is in good health? No, for matter can make no conditions for man. And is he well if the senses say he is sick? Yes, he is well in science, in which health is normal and disease is abnormal. Health is not a condition of matter. But of mind, nor can the material senses bear reliable testimony on the subject of health. The science of mind healing shows it to be impossible for aught but mind to testify truly or to exhibit the real status of man. Therefore, the divine principle of science, reversing the testimony of the physical senses, reveals man as harmoniously existent in truth, which is the only basis of health, and thus science denies all disease, heals the sick, overthrows false evidence, and refutes materialistic logic. To reduce inflammation, dissolve a tumor, or cure organic disease, I have found divine truth more potent than all lower remedies. And why not? Since mind God is the source and condition of all existence. Before deciding that the body matter is disordered, one should ask, Who art thou that replies to spirit? Can matter speak for itself, or does it hold the issues of life? Matter, which can neither suffer nor enjoy, has no partnership with pain and pleasure, but mortal belief has such a partnership. Mortal man will be less mortal when he learns that matter never sustained existence and can never destroy God, who is man's life. When this is understood, mankind will be more spiritual and know that there is nothing to consume, since Spirit God is all in all. What if the belief is consumption? God is more to man than his belief, and the less we acknowledge matter or its laws, the more immortality we possess. Consciousness constructs a better body when faith in matter has been conquered, Correct material belief by spiritual understanding and spirit will form you anew. You will never fear again except to offend God and you will never believe that heart or any portion of the body can destroy you. Question. What is the scientific statement of being? Answer. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 64. From sense to soul, my pathway lies before me. From mist and shadow into truth's clear day. The dawn of all things real is breaking o'er me. My heart is singing, I have found the way. Hymn number 64.
5: are divided
0: stir the faith Let's now sing hymn number 181. Loving Father, we thy children look to thee in fear's dark night, while the angels of thy presence guide us upward to the light. Hymn number 181.
3: the Christian Science Textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and from Correlative Passages, 1 John, third chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit, is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material. He is spiritual. Behold, for we shall see him as he is, and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Hereby know we that we dwell in him, and he in us, because he hath given us of his spirit. Amen.